Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. We're good. We're back. <laughs> now. All right. So what we are just saying, we, we just spoke a whole bunch, but we're talking about lip balms. And we and were your, saying- And your nickname, Krusty. Yeah. So my nickname was Krusty because I had fucking severe windburn as a kid and I needed medical grade uh, lip balm. It hurts. Really hurt. Especially mm. in the cold mm. like that. Oh, biking to school, my whole face would be on fire. Oh. It was the worst. But we're just talking about Bridget. She reckons, she claimed it. That I have three lip balms. Yeah, you got to keep three on deck at all times. Yeah. One in your bag, one in the car, one in the house. And then Always. I went on to say, that's what I do with my pills. <laughs> <laughs> in the desk, in the wallet, in the car, in the pocket, in every travel bag that I own, in most rooms of the house. You just got to have it everywhere. You got to stay strapped. That's right. That's right. Stay strapped. Can't be caught slipping. Yeah. <laughs> I live my raps. <laughs> I don't know what any of these terms mean. Do you know what? Uh, what Thomas, does I live my raps mean? You know when uh, I heard Israel Adesanya say, you know when someone like, you know how rappers always talk about killing people and Adesanya always talks about, I live my raps. And I'm like, that's cool. Who's Adesanya? Israel Adesanya. <laughs> the UFC the, fighter. Okay. Yeah. The Kiwi guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the man. Keep Thomas Vale called me the other day, Hinzel Washington. I really like that one. Hinzel Washington. <laughs> so I'm running with That's that one. No, nah, you can't because Stenzel already owns that. Uh. Does he? Yeah, Stenzel Washington. That sucks. I haven't heard him use it though. Yeah, no. I used to, when he did comps at the gym, I used to put it in as his actual name on the comp screen. Can we call him Kung Fu Stenny? <laughs> Kung Fu Stenny. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> we'll do a trade. I'll trade him. All right, welcome back to the Zero Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Establishment Coffee Co. Go use Zero 25 for 25% off and free shipping at their website, which is establishment.com.au forward slash establishment. (laughs) (laughs) I've said it before. You just need to Google it. Don't come look at it. It comes up on the screen for everyone. Does anyone actually type in www anymore? No, I go (laughs) HTTPS. Forward slash. Do you know how I learned what a forward slash was? Because I learned about a forward slash before I had a computer. Because of what now? Really? You know, because they always used to say their website on the show. And it was like whatever channel three forward slash what now or something. Just so that's how you learn what a forward slash is. Do you know how I learned my nine times tables? Do you know how I learned how to do times tables in general? How? Pokemon cards. Nice. Because you know how they used to come in the things of yes. nine? Yes. So I used to go nine, 18, 27, 36, yeah. 45. And then one day I sucked at math so bad at school. My dad was like, you know how to do times tables. Look what you just mm. did. How many sheets is that? Two by nine. I was like, 18. He's like, oh. <gasps> and then it just clicked. Damn. Mm. That's, that's how I know my 180 times tables what? from from, what? from BMX. Like oh. you do with 180, 365, 40, uh. 720, etc. <laughs> Times tables. Yeah. 900, 1080. Yeah, exactly. Has anyone done a 1080 on a BMX? Yep. Who was it? Lots of people will do it. It's oh, like, really? It's a pretty what? regular trick now. Yeah. Has anyone done a- 1260, yep. What the fuck? Yeah, it's getting stupid. Are you serious? Yep. Jeez. Yep, yep, yep. Crazy. How do you turn that much? <laughs> I just turned with a headache. That's how. <laughs> That's so many. Times. The, the hardest thing is like verifying it when you're watching it. Mm. It's like now people do like quad whips or quint whips, like five tail whips in one air, and so you're like, what do they? It's because it's all happening so fast. But people are doing like five forties on flat now on BMX as well, though. Yeah, everything's just stupid. Can you do a three sixty on flat? Yeah. Can you do five forty? No. No. Nah. Do the three sixty right now. Give me a bike. 
<laughs> well, actually, bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you asked. Um, <laughs> no, I was I was telling Meg the other day, like I was I was decent on bike. Like I reckon if I went hard enough, I probably could have done well out of it. It got sponsored, all that sort of stuff. And then I was explaining to her that Geordie is ten times better than I ever was. Is Geordie better than you? Geordie's awesome. Because he's how do you, have you seen him? Like how do you know? He's shown me some videos and stuff. Oh wow. And just some this the way he talks and the way he explains it, you know he's not talking shit. Okay. And like so where I was back then in the early two thousands, like he was he's miles better than what I was back then, and he's just another kid. And there's like eight year old kids that are better than we'll ever be. It's crazy. It's crazy insane. how far sports advance. But I mean lifting's kind of similar. Yeah. Not, not exactly the same, but similar. Yeah. yeah, I was going down the rabbit hole of uh, Mike Tyson training videos. Well, I was going to say, what what sports do you think? I was going to say you guys, but really James and CJ are the only ones that can answer this. What <laughs> what sports do you guys think um, the standards haven't actually advanced that far? Or haven't? Yeah, like Jeez. what what kind of athletes are timeless? Like, would you say Mike Tyson is kind of timeless? Mike. Would would he stand the test of time? Yeah, there's no other comparison to Mike Tyson. 56 fights, 54 by knockout. Not even like just clean knockouts. That's scary, hey. That's fucked. And he was the youngest ever. Cha- How old was he, CJ? 18 or 20? Uh, he was 19. 19 yeah, so he went pro. World champ. World champion. World. He was beating grown men. <laughs> Bro's got a hectic. He's got the dream bodybuilder's physique. Crazy. And when he was 15, you look at videos of him when he's 15. He's got huge traps, huge pecs. And he's like a nervous little wreck. He's like, he still didn't think he was good enough. Like what what do you, what about soccer? Do you think OG Ronaldo would stand up to Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh, I feel like the the game has changed so much. Because I've worshipped OG Ronaldo. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know. And Ronaldinho. Yeah, that two thousand two World Cup. Just insane. Mm. Yeah. CJ, here's a question: What okay. if you put like Ed and Senna in one of the new F one cars? Do you think he'd be any good? Isn't that what killed him? In one I of mean, the new, yeah, kind not of not kind one of the new of. ones, but like yeah. they had upgraded to computer-based systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of. You um, didn't think I'd know motorsports? I Bam. know you've watched <laughs> we, we've that. We've spoken documentary. about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, CJ, this question's for you. Yeah, yeah, well, that was just because you didn't include me in the last <laughs> one. <laughs> what, what about Colin McRae? <laughs> How about Michael Schumacher? <laughs> Put right. him into that Ferrari. That's my mo- motorsports <laughs> yeah. knowledge gone. He, yeah, they'd, they'd f- he'd for sure lose in today's Ferrari. Oh my gosh, that car Can you a, name a anyone bomb. from the modern team, Thomas? No. Ah, I'd, I'd, I can know Daniel Ricciardo. You'd know Lewis Hamilton. No. Surely you've yeah. heard that name. I've heard, oh, he's on the Monster Cans. That's all I know of him. He's on Monster Cans. <laughs> yeah, there's a monster <laughs> flavor named after him. No way. I think it was the yellow oh, one. Yes, of course. They sponsor Mercedes. Is is he Australian? Daniel Ricciardo. Lewis. Lewis. He's no. British. British. Who's, Daniel Ricciardo is Australian. Who's the Aussie guy that went across the bridge and spun around and came back and spun around? Um, Was that Mark, Mark Webber? Webber? Mark so. Webber, yeah. yeah. I remember him. Yeah, he was cool. He's not in it anymore. Okay. No. Yeah, he, he retired. Was one of the tallest F1 drivers yeah, ever. Yeah, he was. Hey. His head stuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly covered the, the whole pipe. That yeah, <laughs> wow. So do you, do you think like, because it's, it's such a hard thought mm. experiment because, you know, you take Senna he was a master because he had the skill. If he applied that skill and gave it time in the new equipment, would he That's would he be I mean. the goat? Yeah. It's like Ed it's Cohen, you know, if you put Ed Cohen in modern day single play, would he blast everyone out the water? He's timeless. Yeah. Do you know who else Do you know who else is gonna be the she's probably the greatest uh she might be one of the greatest Australian athletes ever now. Sam Kerr. 
Who's Sam Kerr? Australian, uh, the Matilda's captain. Oh, there's been a lot of buzz around her lately. I just went and looked at all her accolades. She's literally the fucking Ronaldo or Messi of women's football. Okay, so she... Okay, because th- that was going to be my m- next embarrassing thing. I've been assuming that she's football, mm. s- soccer. Yeah. For whatever you prefer. You know, it's like... One, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your preferred term for the for the sport. Um, yeah, because so much soccer stuff or football stuff is happening right now. Mm. And there's a lot of talk of Matilda's... Shows, shows how out of the loop I am. Well, how's this? The Matildas, that was the most streamed, uh, the most watched Australian sporting event in Australian history. What? Yeah, yeah, and they can't even get fucking any funding from the government. Yeah, I've been seeing the buzz around that as mm. well. It's Didn't they just get funding? Yeah, like yeah. 200. 250 million or something. Mm. But still, that, that doesn't sound like a lot. No, nah, because they can put fucking 5 billion into the NBN, which didn't work, and go, you know what? We'll try something different. Yeah, well, we got to talk to you about the NBN. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go pointing fingers. <laughs> I was just trying to get my. I was just trying to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> just doing my job, man. <laughs> oh, it's so Who good. else? What what other timeless sports things can you think of? Where do you stand on like the the Jordan versus LeBron LeBron debate? So uh, I started watching basketball in two thousand two. LeBron came into the league in two thousand three. So I was watching all the hype uh, and on LeBron's last year in high school. So, you know, I grew up, uh, I got like a little LeBron shrine at home. Yeah. So I'm LeBron. And LeBron's, a, everyone's going to hate me for this, but he's a better person. MJ was a piece of shit. Yep. Was he really? Still is a piece of shit. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. I still rock his shoes though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like LeBron's like- Same, I got sixes on today, <laughs> if anyone's wondering. LeBron's built schools. He's like, there's not a bad strike against his name. And mm. he's just a, yeah, he's stood the test of time. As well as ultimately becoming the best, he's the good teammate as well. Everyone hated Jordan. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Like a, a lot of these guys are just like they they go from being a kid in high school with no in between life experience to being one of the richest people on the planet. Mm. Like it, w- it would be interesting to know what everyone, all of us, would do if we came into that sort of money and fame at such a like young, formative age. You can see why they all go off the rails. Yeah, fucking well, hell. It's like when we spoke to um, like the rugby boys that you brought in. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just I, like that documentary, the Johnny Football documentary. Yeah, you, you guys need to watch to Johnny Football. Mm. You don't need to know anything about football. Uh, maybe just do a quick uh, Wikipedia on Johnny Manziel. And what, what kind of football? American football. Mm. Yeah, I'm keen. Fuck, and he just goes off the rails. Yeah. And he just documents it properly. Yeah, no. Like he went up being the best high sc- uh, player in high school to the best player in college, being the first ever pl- uh, freshman to win a Heisman Trophy, being drafted in the first round as a sophomore, and then just going off the rails. Like he'd miss, his, uh, he'd miss games because he was in Vegas partying the night before. <laughs> and Yeah, he spent every single cent he had earned. It's like, well, it's different over there as well. We went to a college football game when Daniel and I went over last year and like the stadium was way bigger than anything that you'd see here, like way bigger than Suncorp and it was packed. Mm. Like if you're a, if you're a, a college football star, like you are a, probably bigger than half of the B-list celebrities. Like you're yeah. huge. Yeah. 100%. Imagine being that young and just like you can't walk down the street. Like everyone loves you. Everyone wants a piece of you crazy and college basketball is just as big over there as well yeah. high school basketball like yeah when maddie bro was on we're talking yeah. about sierra canyon yeah you know what's very similar to that being like a top level powerlifting coach 
Like it, <laughs> it's hard. Like I'm trying to go oh. remote, trying to go to Queenstown. Yeah. I'm going up yeah. the luge and people are stopping me. <laughs> and like, oh, bro, later, I'll just I'm with my partner and relaxing. Yeah. I'll yeah. I'll sign your belt, but <laughs> and it was overnight. This success, right? Yeah, it just yeah. it just happened. It, it fell just into happened. my lap. <laughs> well, Tom, bro, that's why he, he said he was going to be late today because he's still at the bank. The reason he's late is because they've never had to cart that amount of money. That's right. <laughs> yeah. From his from his car to into you the need bank. Body security. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, powerlifting. Right. What are we grateful for, CJ? Oh gosh. Um I'm grateful for the community around me in powerlifting, in church, my friends. Um that that they all play a very integral part in my life. And yeah, I'm just very grateful for the role everyone plays. It, it's not like a very oh my gosh, there's such a deep thing with everything, but it's just I wouldn't know who I'd be without it. So, yeah, I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. Very nice. Nice, man. Bridget, what you got? Um, I am grateful for video calls because most of the people in my life who are the most important to me live far away and my best friend just lost her mother this week and so I was really grateful that I was able to call her and see her face and, yeah, so I'm grateful for video calls. Mm. I remember watching... The Simpsons when I was a kid and it was the episode where they're in the future. Yeah. And Lisa's talking to Marge on a video call and I'm like, that'd be so cool. And now we're living in the future. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. Awesome. You can talk to someone on the other side of the world. Especially like when yeah, they first wild. came out and they were so shit. Yeah. <laughs> Skype. <laughs> Skype with the shittiest webcam. <laughs> I had like that circular, that global yes. Logitech one. Yeah. Yes. And it was like whatever, 360p. <laughs> it was just like this like blurry, <laughs> yeah. cutting out, doing the robot noises. So Skype, Skype was the first one, was it? First video call. Wait, you could, you could uh, video call on Windows Messenger, MSN Messenger back in yeah. the day too. Okay. Could you? Yeah. I don't remember that. Because I remember I rung my auntie. In the Netherlands, and my mum couldn't believe it. Yeah, and wow. Because you know, back then you used to have to pay fucking so much money to talk on the phone to someone overseas. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, international calls wow. expensive. James, what you got? I'm grateful for uh, my doggo. Nice. Mm. Mm. He's the man. He's the man. That's yeah. Sweet little boy. Until he bites your face off. <laughs> yes. No, I'm just very grateful to have a. I haven't got him at the moment. He's uh, with my ex-partner, but I go get him whenever I want. I'll take him for as long as I want. Um, but last time I had him for like maybe four weeks or almost like a month. And he was literally with me every second of the day. Mm. So I was pretty uh, pretty sad dropping him back. But yeah, very grateful for my little doggo. We, nice. all, loved, we all love dogs. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Of course. I am grateful for education. I like learning. And uh, I got up really early. I did like a, there was an event online that I got up early for because it was in America while I was overseas and just sat there for an hour and a half at like 3 a.m. listening to this guy and uh, yeah, I just like learning new stuff. Nice. What are you learning at the moment? Uh, this one was on marketing. Oh, nice. It's hormosy, as you can probably imagine. Was it a live one? Yeah, it was his book launch. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but it was it was cool. Like I didn't have to do it. As I found out, they just put it online for free afterwards, so I could have slept in. Um, but it was cool to see um, a lot of principles that he's learned from other people's books I've read and stuff in action, like him applying what he's learned from other people that I've also read the formula of, and then seeing an expert put that in practice is really cool. It's like watching a really good coach do their thing. It's like, oh, that's how all the principles and things come together in the practical application. It's really cool. Did he call it book launch? No, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Um, all right, what do we got? Quotes. Oh, yeah, hit us with some quotes. What you got, Gidge? I've got, uh, find joy in the ordinary because the extraordinary will take care of itself. That's a really good one. Mm, I like that one. Just means, yeah, enjoy the little things in life. I don't know who the first person to discover water was, but I know it wasn't a fish. Ooh. Which is basically saying when you're in something, it's not new to you. you can, so, yeah. so it's hard to have a bigger, broader perspective. All right. Yeah, no, I like that. No person has the power to have everything they want, but it is in their power not to want what they don't have and to cheerfully put to good use what they do have. Nice. Nice. It's a good one. Nice. I'm going to remember that next time one of my staff asks for a pay rise. <laughs> <laughs> Just put to good use what you do. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> CJ, what you got? Gone through your catalogue. Yeah, I'm going through my catalogue. I haven't yeah. found anything. Um, it's better to be a war and a farmer than a... A war and a farmer. <laughs> a farmer and a, a farmer and a farm. <laughs> Um, you have to be odd to be number one. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> you get those? Play on words. Yeah. Yeah. I do. He lives his raps. <laughs> That's Dr. Seuss. I can't, I can't take that credit. Is that from The Good Doctor? Mm. <laughs> the Good, good doctor. doctor Seuss. Uh, all right. What have you guys been up to? Tom Brass, give us a quick update on uh, your NZ travels with Mig Dog. Kia ora. <laughs> so... I've I've been saying publicly the last couple of weeks about Zero's going to New Zealand and everyone thinks I went to New Zealand for Zero. It was just a coincidence. I actually had flight credits from, from COVID. Uh, like the bubble opened a few years ago and uh, there was a comp on and so I booked these these flights for this comp and then the bubble closed and Air New Zealand gave me credit. It was only meant to be for a year, then it got extended another year, then another year. Uh, and I was like, oh, I wonder when these flights are going to expire. Um, and they were expiring very soon. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's go to New Zealand. Makes me wanting to go for a little while. So it was cool to go, go to New Zealand. A lot of people don't know I'm actually from Christchurch. So uh, to show around where I grew up, took her to Aranui, show her where James grew up. <laughs> I'm from the west side. Thank Ar- you very Aranui's much. Aranui's the hood. Uh, James <laughs> didn't grow up there. But we did go through it on our way to Queen's Park. Um, and go to Queenstown and, and see, I'd never been to Milford Sound. So see Milford Sound. That was beautiful. All the... It was raining, so all the, the mountains were, like, drenched in these waterfalls, and it was still snowy, and it was, yeah, it was, it was really nice. Wow. Sounds really beautiful. Cool. Really, really cool. And it's cheap at the moment. Our exchange rate is good. We stayed out of town, so, um, like, the accommodation was cheap. The food is fucked. The fuel is fucked, but... Uh, oh, it's gotten bad here, the fuel? Like, th- <laughs> <laughs> $3.10 bad? Here. $3.10 okay, bad? no, two fifty. Yeah, but CJ, bad. you fucking do laps of the Gold Coast. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to do that, brother. Wait, did you say it's two dollars fifty a liter? Yeah. What? Since when? It, it it shot up. Yeah. When? Wait, is this for your E eighty five stuff? No, <laughs> it's not for, I don't run E eighty five. I use normal fuel. <laughs> is it is it still up? I got to fill up my car today. So do I. Uh, <sighs> wait, where do you go? The one just up here is like always forty cents cheaper than anywhere else. Yeah. The um, one out front of Westfield. <coughs> yeah. Have you s- oh, I'm going to go there. Download the app. Have you got the app? Fuel Map Australia is the best. Mm. Yeah. And it literally tells you everyone's fuel. See, Johnny, my housemate, would just say, hey, bro, fuel ship here. Oh, I just go to, yeah, that United down the road. Mm. It's consistently. I think cheap. I've told you, I only started looking at the cost of fuel in like the last month. I mean, Pretty even bad. then, it's kind of pointless. Well, because I always, I just know I'm going to put in 60 bucks a week. Yeah. So, I don't know. It doesn't 
Yeah. Does yeah, I don't know. Does it bother me? Not really. I go to Costco. Yeah. How, how much cheaper is it? It's always about ten cents cheaper than the cheapest. Okay, so you save forty bucks a year, and then you spend sixty bucks a year on the Costco membership. <laughs> I mean, I also eat there a lot. <laughs> Wait, who's got a Costco membership here? Me, I do. Wait, how do you both have one? Oh, you just paid for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, so you go online and you buy one. <laughs> it's not complicated. That's all you need to do. Same as zero cent membership. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought it might have been like a Campbell's thing where you have to have like your business. No, no, no. no. I do have no. a business account, but you can get a like a civilian account as well. Oh, a civilian. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I rock into Costco with the zero one or nah? I don't think nah, so because it's, it's got the photo on it. Yeah, yeah we good. <laughs> <laughs> they very rarely check it. Mm. Nah, they very rarely do. They you can just use CJ's one. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a crack. Yeah. No, nah, or I could just buy one for 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go check it out anyway. Um, anyway, that's what I've been up to, CJ. Um, what have I been up to? Training's been good. Um, an E85 at Costco. I'm not. They don't have E. Unfortunately, they don't have E85. Um, oh yes, I've started doing cold plunges. I signed up oh, at yeah? E3. Um, oh my gosh, it's cold. Like there's <laughs> there's cold, and then there's <laughs> what they have Wait, in their pools. What's the cold? Is it six degrees? It's uh five. Yeah, five to ten yeah, is nice. the the ice. And then they got like a cold bath, which is like 10 to 15. And then yep. they got two warm baths, which are really hot. Well, one of them is really, really hot. Um, and then you kind of bounce, between, bounce the between them. But oh my gosh, I've never been in that much pain. Like when you get into a cold, it's like, you know, the cold burns when you're holding onto something cold, but all over your body. <laughs> you got to stay there for four minutes. But um, you feel great afterwards and like you have the best sleep. What prompted but, this? Um, a lot of my mates signed up and I've always been too much of a cat to do cold. I love hot, like I love saunas and all that, but I've never like, which is weird because I love cold weather. I love winter. Um, but they all did and they kept egging me to do it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm bad in the cold. I won't do it. I won't. And then they, they got me a free trial. So I had to go. <laughs> so I went and now I love it. Do you guys like him? I used to do them heaps. Yeah, I, I used haven't to done do them it that much. Almost every... Second day, terrible. Like the P three, sort of the the cool ones, the ten to fifteen, or like the actual cold ones. No, nah, I just go to EMF, and it was always under ten degrees. So yeah. do four minutes of that, three minutes hot, four minutes of that, three minutes hot, four minutes of that. Yeah. Terrible. I like them, but I'm the same. I I did them, and I was like, my, I don't feel any different. I I love the idea of do hard stuff, like mm. do stuff you don't really want to do, do hard stuff, build grip, build resilience. But I think you should have the best choice of what you want to do. And I just don't want to do that. I don't yeah, 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 same. Like I, I make my walk hard and I'll persevere if my calves are playing up or whatever. Uh, I like doing lifting and pushing myself in that way. Like I do enough hard stuff. Mm. I, I don't need to get in the cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I feel like I'm harder because I can go about my day without having to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Live yeah. your reps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't even train. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, choose your heart. Mm. What have you been up to, Gidge? Me, nothing. Besides training, I've just been enjoying life a nice. lot. Just getting out in the sun and playing with my cat, my little cat, Barry. He's so sweet. Bazaar. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I was saying to James the other day, I'm just loving how my living arrangements have changed. Like, it's worked out so well. I've got the best housemate in the world and the best cat in the world. And I've got my room decked out so good. I've got a TV in my room now. Like, my house is so cozy. That big I just cat, love it. I just love being at home. The big cat that was on your lap, that was that's Heather's cat, right? 
Did you take the one that was on my? No, that's Barry, but he probably looks bigger because I was doing that. Oh, okay, point um, five. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Perspective. Yeah, he's like a cross between super affectionate and like a little rascal. Like he'll just hide somewhere and then he'll jump out and attack you, and then the next minute he wants to sit on your lap. So yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. He's got so schizophrenia. Funny. That's what Barry He's has. So funny, bipolar. He's wild. Got schizophrenia. <laughs> um, scratching on the door at four in the morning. He bangs on the door. It's like the police. On it's like the police at the door. He's <laughs> so loud. Yeah, I got to admit. He just wants to come in. He gets FOMO. He wants to be where everybody else is. Uh, I got to admit, Barry sounds like a bit of a dick. <laughs> Barry. But cats just generally are, aren't they? He's the best. Mm. You kind of respect their confidence. Yeah, yeah. No, he's wonderful. But no, I haven't been doing anything exciting. Just enjoying life. Kung Fu Henny. TN Henny. TN Henny. Uh, nothing. Nothing exciting either. Just plotting along. Um, what am I doing? Booked my flights to the Philippines yesterday. Nice. Oh. oh I'm, going to, I'm going to March, by the way, boss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still ages away. Um, it's all right. What yeah. As soon as the dates are locked in for states. Oh, I better book a flight to the, <laughs> to the Philippines. <laughs> See ya. Um, but what have I been doing? Jits, lift, run, repeat. Nice. I'm loving it. Um, how, how long are you going to the Philippines for? Probably three weeks. Nice. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. And then, um, yeah, so going to do that. That's going to be cool. But, um, yeah, nothing nothing too exciting. Oh, just an update on my nutrition. Because, you know, I, I've been talking about how I've been dialed in. I'm still dialed in. Nice. Like a thousand percent dialed mm. in. Good. Um, do you know what I've done? So I've boosted my protein right up. How many grams a day? 240. Yep. That's quite a lot, eh? Yeah, it's like three times body weight. Mm. And um, it's it like, you know when people are like, oh, like satiety. Uh, sorry, what's the word? Satiety. Yeah, satiety. Yeah, satiety. Sake, like boost your protein right up. It actually helps, eh? Like yeah. with cravings. I'm, I'm a big sweet tooth. Mm. And like before I started really monitoring my nutrition, I ate relatively well 85% of the time. Yep. It's just that fifteen percent of the time, like you know, at night time, I'd probably binge a little bit on lollies and chocolate and shit. But I don't get that anymore. Mm. Are you just doing mostly shakes? Um, no, I'm having like so with like lunch or dinner will be like two hundred and seventy five grams chicken, three hundred grams chicken. Yeah, more lean meats. Like I was eating a lot of like chicken thigh and steak and things like that. Mm -hmm. So now my fats are probably around fifty to sixty grams. Nice. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm eating heaps. So you're not having thighs anymore? No, nah, I'm on the chicken breast tr train yeah. currently because I I like a. Uh, I have four scrambled eggs with my breakfast and I'm drinking whole cream, uh, full cream milk and so I'm getting my fats from other places. Nice. Yeah, so I'm on a roll. Nice. Mm. Feel good? Feel strong? Yeah, feel... Fuck. Like, I feel so good, eh? Crushing people at jits? No, getting my ass whooped. Nah, that's good. Break some ribs. Get, <laughs> get <laughs> some <laughs> vengeance. It's uh, funny because there's people that, like, I thought I was better than before I went yeah. and then when I got injured, I'd come back I'm like, fuck, they're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, practicing. Yeah, it's cool though. It's you cool. I love it. Need to get some mats at home. Yeah. Put, it, put it in the extra hours. Uh, yeah, no, nah, that's it. That's it from me. All right. Have you guys got? watched or read anything cool recently? What's everyone watching? Johnny Menzel, <sighs> Doco, watch it. Mm. I've been making Meg watch um, Peaky Blinders. Ah, yes. She Meg's funny. She picks an actor and then just hates them for no reason and then just hate will refuse to watch anything they're in regardless of the quality and so because we went and saw Oppenheimer uh, I'm uh. like you know Peaky Blinders is actually really good and she's like yeah but I don't like him as an actor I'm like you just no, watch the movie just give Tommy it one Shelby. shot that. how can you hate Tommy Shelby Gillian Murphy's a man mm. yeah so been watching a little bit of that reading wise I just started reading the, the new Hormozy book 100 million dollar leads it's really good nice 
What about you, CJ? Um, yeah, I haven't been. No, I can't think of anything I've been watching. I haven't been to the movies. Yeah, no. Wait, hold, hold that thought. I've got big news as well. After going to New Zealand, Meg's like, maybe I should watch Lord of the Rings because she's never Has seen she it. Has never seen Lord of the Rings? No. So get on her. Oh, my God. Meg, if you're watching this, <laughs> you're missing out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meg is not watching this. No, she does. Oh, really? Does she? she watches it. On oh. Yeah, it's real weird. Like, I'll be I'll be getting ready or something and in the background. I'll hear, hear myself talking about, oh, the fuck is going on? Yeah, she watches it on YouTube religiously. It's so random because so many, like my mum watches it, my brother watches it, and then yeah, fuck that's that's cool. Yeah, so she that's is watching. So watch Lord of the Rings with yes. me. I've got the extended edition on DVD as well. You just got to have it on, like when she comes out. That's what I did with him. It was like already on. I'm like, I'm just gonna watch this scene, and it was the scene with the Balrog, and then he sat down, and then he wanted to watch the whole thing. Did, did, uh, see, I'm the kind of guy that will like start it, and if you look away for three seconds, I rewind it. I'm like, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> you know what? Your Bridget sucks at that too. We'll chuck something on. And Bridget it was like will, that with aliens, I think. Just stay away. No, but sit up. The, the, no, and the other way around. We'll both chuck something on that I've never watched before, and uh, she'll be like, "Oi, do you reckon? He, how does he do this?" I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't watched this either." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know as much as you. Yeah, yeah. The movie yeah. will just start, and Meg will be like, "So who's that again?" They haven't said his name. How do I know? <laughs> Sometimes I think maybe I missed something. Yeah. Like I wasn't paying attention properly. What, what do you think happens at the end? We're about to find out. <laughs> Well, Bridget will start getting real deep about it. She'll be like, I'll be like, you know, he was a drug addict. And she'll be like, well, how did he become a drug addict? Like, Why? What happened in his childhood? What was his mum's name? Where did he go to school? to be a to everything. And I'm like, what? Why are you asking me this? And she's like, oh, you just like sports. So I thought you'd know. I'm like, oh. oh, dear. Gosh. What about you guys? What, Bridget, what have you been watching, listening to, reading? Um, I've been watching, well, there was that. Johnny football documentary, which is amazing. You guys have to watch that. And then I've just been watching, I'm back on like all the universe documentaries. I can't get yeah, enough nice. of them. So if you have any good space documentary recommendations for me, please let me know. Cause I think I've just maxed out on them. There's a really good one and it's, it's kind of theoretical. It's about basically this other planet. Um, and there's, there's something set up on it. It's similar to like an amusement park. I know that sounds crazy. It's called Space Jam. And essentially what happens <laughs> is the people at the... <laughs> it's, it's a great film. It's really good. Uh, do you know what I... Um, I've been using... I've used that trick on Meg a few times. I'm like, we're just going to... We're going to watch this documentary. It's, it's kind of about like stuntmen and stuff. Then I'll make her watch a dumb movie like Hot Rod. <laughs> Serious question for you. Have you watched Demon Slayer? No. No, nah. have you seen that anime? No, no, no. Yeah, I've been recommended to watch it, so I need to start that tonight. Oh, the anime. Okay. Mm. Have you guys watched? Been watching any animes lately? Do you guys still watch any animes? No. No. Fair enough. No, yeah, it'd no. be a deep, deep, dark black hole for me to go down. I'd, it's similar to games. I just get addicted. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to avoid stuff that I know will <laughs> mess me up. Well, the good thing about anime is the episodes are like twenty minutes. Yeah, that's the bad thing about anime is I that know. you're like because they always leave you on a massive cliffhanger and you're like, oh, I've got to watch the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. One episode of Dragon Ball Z will just be like Vegeta powering up for 20 minutes. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, tune in worst. next time to find out. <laughs> then it'll be like, last time on Dragon Ball Z. And it'll be 10 minutes of that. And then another 10 minutes of that. Next episode. I know. So mm. much filler. Oh, well, the new Bucky on Netflix is really cool. Bucky. 
Bucky Hunter, Bucky the Grappler. And he's jacked as fuck. I don't know. He's low-key, like, he's just everyone's gym inspo at the moment. Nice. Yeah, watch that. That's cool. You guys don't like horror, do you? I like thriller. I like psychological yeah. stuff. There's that one. Meg and I are going to go see it at the movies if anyone wants to come. It's called Talk to Me. No, no so, one wants okay. to come, but thanks for the invite. <laughs> yeah, really appreciate it. I think <laughs> you and Meg enjoy. Oh, got anything Wait, else on. <laughs> now I need to know this because Meg likes horror, but she doesn't watch any of it. She'll just go like this the whole time. Like, what are you watching? No, you kind of like you squint and go like that. So you're prepared for like the jump <laughs> scare, but you still, like see what, you still <laughs> see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I had, nah. I had to do that during the Titanic for a very different reason. <laughs> oh no, I can't, I can't watch. <laughs> I choose my heart. Uh, yes. <laughs> live your raps. Yeah, I live my raps. <laughs> What does that even mean? It doesn't matter, Bridget. You just mm. have to start saying it. Yeah, I live my raps. You just have to start saying it. You just, it's like young people memes. I just say words. I just say bussin. Or <laughs> bussin? Like people are like, how are you, Thomas? would be like, relatable. Oh, oh gosh. Fire. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Zero Pro updates. How many weeks out are we? Hunt We are <laughs> It's two years away. Let's go. It's two years away. One hundred. One hundred. Five five weeks. Mm. Five weeks. Five oh, weeks wow. and four days or something. Yeah, I have a That's meeting. So with, soon. I have a meeting with Daniel to sit down and sort of start planning out these last last five weeks. Um, I got the notification that our, our sponsorship from Texas Barbell is on the way, so we'll have all brand new brand new Texas bars. Oh, so They've got. Um, uh, they just released this year a 29 millimeter power bar. So a power bar that's closer to like an Alico. That's cool. Because the old Texas, I think they were 28 millimeter mm-hmm. um, and they were a little bit more whippy. So I think this one's a bit stiffer. So I'm really curious to see how this turns out. The old I've, one, is that the blue one we have downstairs? Yes. Yeah. So I've only ever heard um, Americans complain about squatting with the Texas power bar. I haven't really heard anyone in Australia complain about it. It's because until we started bringing them in via these sponsorships, we didn't really have many in the country. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they, they are definitely like, so we've historically in Australia used um, Sportscraft and now Goliath. And uh, the 35 millimeter squat bars are a lot less whippy than the Texas 32 millimeter squat bars. So the, the above like 300 or 280, the, the Texas squat bar does bounce a little bit. Does it throw you off or you don't mind it? No, it definitely does. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've yeah, I was watching Declan squat with the one we have downstairs. He had like a lot of weight on there and the whip on it was insane. That would have been a uh, – we don't have a Texas squat bar at this gym. There are at oh, all, the, all okay. the other zeros. But the power bars The do. power bar, yeah. They do. The power yeah. bars yeah. bounce. They bounce yeah. quite early, like 200-ish you'll start mm. feeling. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, very early. And the Lecos do too. Yeah. Like especially when I'm doing the equip stuff and going quite heavy, I, I have to change my rack height because I'll unrack and it'll be – Flex to the point where it doesn't clear the racks anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, right. See, I've never been strong enough to notice. Yeah, no, the Alico's definitely flex. Every bar flexes with enough weight on. (laughs) No, but I've never noticed. No, the Alico's, you really don't feel flex until quite heavy. Okay. Like above 350, 360. Yeah, I've never felt. Yeah. Uh, We've we've got a Kabuki squat bar down here, which is quite good. But yeah, the the, the Texas flex a little bit, but it's not that off-putting. Yeah, okay. Texas deadlift bars though, un- unmatched? I think so. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Kabuki. I haven't actually used it, but I'm not a big fan of the the uh, premise of the Kabuki. Like the plates sit out a lot further. Were you here when I borrowed Scott's prototype Valhalla deadlift bar? No. So I borrowed way back when Scott brought out deadlift bars for Valhalla. 
and he did a prototype where the sleeve on it was um, out wider and much shorter. And so effectively it was like that much more the plate sat out and it would just, it was like, um, have you ever seen the strongman? They use an elephant, elephant bar. bar. Yeah. yeah. It was almost like that. So my max at the time was 310 and I pulled 320 easily on it. I'd love, it would just make your starting position so much nicer, eh? It does, but it's kind of like, it's it's one of these hypotheticals. It's like sleeves. You know, like are the squat valid, are the squat records still the same comparable to when it was SBD and then Ray-Ban sleeves before that? Like, yeah. I, of any of these things, I don't, I'm not that against the new Inza sleeves and everything and the innovation there, but I don't like the introduction of a crazy deadlift bar. Mm. I think it does. But I mean, that you could argue against that. So I, I'll wear that. Yeah. yeah. So with the Kabuki, because I remember it started being a big thing. What prompted the Kabuki deadlift bar? Because now I've seen people get it, getting them to prep for comps and that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he just innovated it and made it a little bit wider. So it's got more flex. That's yeah. all it is. It's yeah, just, just a longer bar. I th- I'm not sure if the actual bar is longer or just like, you know, Texas has the, the sleeves and they're like that. Mm. The Kabukis are like that. So the plates sit out a bit further. Oh, okay. It might be a touch longer. Yeah. Um, so the sleeve is where the weight stops, right? Where it yes. hits. Yeah, okay, the, the collar of the sleeve is longer. Yeah, okay. So the weights just sit out further. So it bends more before it leaves the ground. Mm. So there's only a couple in Australia. Lydia's got one down in Tasmania. Because mm. what you buy that for, for the American Pro? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, uh, the guys at Valhalla, uh, sorry, at Nexus in, in Townsville, someone up there owns one. Yeah, right. So there's one there. I don't know how many other people, if any, have them in the country. Be interesting. We we thought about approaching Kabuki for a sponsorship for the Zero Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I didn't end up going that way was because of the fact that if we brought four new deadlift bars, had three in the warm-ups, one on the platform, or five, whatever, uh, all well and good to have the same warm-up equipment as the platform, but no one would have trained on it besides Lydia and whoever's coming down from up north. So it, I just didn't like the idea of everyone training on regular deadlift bars and then getting a shock because it's not nice when you go from a stiff bar to a bendy bar straight away and it's not nice to go from a bendy bar to a very bendy bar. It just like throws you off balance really bad. Yeah, right. Mm. Do you reckon, um, I always talk about this with like really big deadlifters that uh, deadlift on a stiff bar and then they go into competition, they switch federations and they start using deadlift bar. It throws them off so much. Mm. And they, Yeah, yeah. The, and the heavier it is, the more it cho- throws mm. you off for sure. And I always think of people, I'm like, he's going to go like not being a dick, but I'm like, he's going to go one for three. Mm. I'm like, and it's the same thing. They lock it out so easy. And at the top, they and just they start walking yeah. around. Pulled forward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or if they're explosive off the floor, the the whip will catch and pull you back down. Mm. So you got you got to be like Josh Takua. Like he he bounces between the two, knowing that he's got like comps with both coming up. So he's, he's adapted really well to both. He's just he trains on anything too. Yeah, he's just a beast. Yeah, mm. it's because he comes from like our fucking original era where you didn't have good equipment. You just dealt with what you've got. Mm. And so when you, when you like that, the reverse, you're not that fussy. Like going and training commercial gyms in New Zealand, I mean, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, this, this equipment really shows how good ours is, but you don't complain about it. Whereas if you grow up with it, you're just like, everything else is so bad. It's like, no, you just don't realize how good you've got it. Mm. You're the fish in the water. You haven't discovered it. Yeah. I used to love seeing Josh Takur in here um, <clears throat> back when we didn't have as many Alicos and things like that. And he'd be squatting and benching out of the – power rack in the corner yeah with like a random bench and abc bar it was, it was just cool to see yeah he didn't give a shit yeah but the, i mean again that was familiar to him because that's how his gym was in new zealand mm. that he grew up in yeah it's cool i i made a big point about this 
on when I went down to Melbourne Strength Culture and did their podcast, I benched with the ABC bar. Uh, and at that gym, I think a few people get a bit funny about like the ABC versus the Rogue bar. And maybe they've, they've got an Alico bar there as well. And I was making the point, I think ABC bars are outside of Alico, the best bars in the world. 100%. They are incredible. Like hugely underrated, really pretty, lasts for ages. Nerling's fantastic. Also like 10 years old. And they stay that color. They stay that color. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Very good bar. If people weren't so ham about Alico, that's all I'd have in the gym. Mm. Yeah, no, they're really good. Because I used to have them at like all the EMFs and that. I don't even and know what like, happened. They're 350 bucks. For a power bar. Alico's 2,400. Yeah. Whoa. Like you, you can literally buy eight of them <laughs> for one bar. ABC, they're the ones that are at EMFs, right? Yeah, Australian Barbell Company. They yes. have lots of bars, so they're yeah. not all as good as quality as like the powerlifting power bar. Right. And they're probably not that cheap anymore. I bought mine again like eight or ten years ago. They're probably more like 400, 450, but still incredibly cheap for how good they are. Yeah, Wow. Um, Christmas cup updates. When's that? Christmas. The second and third of December. That's gonna be a fun comp. It's gonna be sold so out. Fun. Huge waiting list. Yeah. First time it's been over two days as well. Yes. Mm. Yeah, crazy. Tombo spotting, loading, emceeing. That's right. Everyone's doing it except <laughs> me. <laughs> Thanks, team. Appreciate it. I'm not Thanks doing it. Team. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay, so there's there's one one ref and one everything else. <laughs> Locked and loaded. <laughs> Might just be a free-for-all. That's going to be a cool comp. It'll be fun. We got quite a few people, not just like staff and helpers doing it, but also a lot of lifters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be awesome. Be a really good day. Who are you most excited for? I want to see the flight with all the, the spotters and loaders from Southside. Yeah. It's just going to be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited for some of my clients. Christine will be her first comp in forever. That's cool. Because she's she was injured for a long time. That's nice. I don't want political correctness, though. I want you to pick one person. <laughs> like, granted, you're excited for everyone. Yeah. One person. Uh, Jacob Funstein. Okay. Why Why Jacob? <laughs> I want to see what outfit he's going to wear. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows? It's going to be Dragon Ball Z outfit. Yes. Yeah, but I, I don't... No, I think he'll come out with, like, a Christmas one or something. No, okay. nah, he's th- nah, he's 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 got some uh, ideas. Oh, the upgrades? Yeah, 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 so I think he might uh, upgrade his... Uh, his outfit. Nice. It's just funny to watch. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah, he's mm. awesome. Bridget, what about you? Well, this will be my first comp with my online client, Kim. Okay. And I think she's got some big numbers. And she's been yeah, going hard. She mm. has. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see what she can do. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. CJ, do you know anyone doing it? No, no. Who, who's doing it? I don't, I don't. I haven't looked at the list, to be honest. 7,000 people are doing it. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm excited to watch Stephen Bradshaw do it. I was about to say Stephen yeah, Bradshaw. Oh, is he doing it? I've never seen oh. him compete. He's yeah. fucking mm-hmm. jacked out of his brain at I'm the moment I'm pretty sure too. he hasn't. I'm pretty sure this is his first comp. What? Mm. Yeah. He's so strong though. He sent me yeah. videos of him lifting and yeah, he's fucking very strong. Mm. And how old is he? 50? I don't, I don't think he's that old. No, nah, he's, he told me he's, he's over 50. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's in good nick. Such good nick. Even Kim was saying, he was, said he was telling Lou, his wife, how mm. much of a monster Stephen Bradshaw was when he came in. He's like, you should have seen this guy. He was huge. Yeah, but Kim's a fucking monster too. He is. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he was going Jeez. hard on the hack squat that day. Yeah, but Kim walked in and, you know, David uh, Wilcox squatting fucking 170 for sets of five. <laughs> Stephen Bradshaw walks in, jacked out of his brain. So he walked in at a bad time. You know. No, that's the best time. Yeah. That's the best time to get inspo. Like seeing, yeah. seeing other people like you and being like, 
I can be that. And Kim mm. will be that. Mm. He's going to be strong as hell. Yeah. That's like, well, Bernie, because Bernie was like, oh, I'm just too old. I'm like, oh, that guy's fucking squatting 170 for sets of five. Yeah. And Kim, this guy here, is my, and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Um, the Zero app, any updates, Tombo? I've set a deadline for October 2nd. So the day after the Zero Pro is going to be where, when we release. Um, I think I think I said it. I can't remember if I said it on my story on, on here last time, but we're up to about 100 programs on the app. 100 blocks. So it's not like you can do 100 different programs, but different, different iterations of different blocks. So like you might have a, a strength block that's three, four, five. So there's three variations already. And then you might have RPE and percentage. So there's six and then you might have um uh various changes within those as well like tempo version back down version straight set version so there's there's lots of versions of the same blocks but all together we'll, we'll be in the hundreds um jamie's putting together a few strength and conditioning blocks as well which is cool um, i'll probably get him to give you a call and collaborate on some of that stuff see if you have any ideas you want to throw out there for that uh, and now it's just a case of building some of the resources out like building some of the written material that people are going to have access to but I can promise you this is going to be loaded with an enormous amount of value, like crazy amount of value. And I've decided that the first month I'm going to give it away for free. Yeah, fuck wow, yeah. Wow, nice. So Who, Who's this for, the app? Because a lot of people have been asking me, should I get the app when it comes out? And I'm like... For zero members, no. If you're, if you're a zero member and you want to like be partly remote, then it might be a good fit. But zero members get programming from us directly anyway. And the programming that we give is going to be more personalized and more back and forth and take the thinking out of like, how do I need to progress through the blocks? That's what we're here for. So it's actually, it's, it's more an introduction to the world of zero. It's getting, it's a very low barrier of entry for people to experience what it's like to get coaching from zero. And the price point is going to be relatively value for money, like really good, isn't it? It's going to be stupid value for money. Like it's going to be the equivalent of having, uh, it's going to be the equivalent of essentially having coaching uh, with the amount of stuff that's actually on there and the support that we're going to do alongside of it for a fraction of the price. That's really good. Because so the, the exact pr price point I haven't decided yet, uh, but I can tell you it'll definitely be less than $60 a month. That's because I was uh, I was actually just looking online the other day. These, these guys in the UK I really admire. I was looking at their app to see how much it was. Mm. $180 a month. And when I looked at it, I was like, no, like we do better programming than these guys. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, but that, I mean, mm. that's, that's not that unreasonable of an ask, right? Mm. 180 yeah. bucks a month for, for programming plus a whole bunch of resources. It's not that big an ask. 100%. So to do it for as cheap as I'm going to put it out there for uh, is going to be mind-blowing. So everyone follow along. Um, I'll, I'll create an email list as well. So we'll put that up on stories and social media and everything. So if you want to be first to grab it, you need to be on that email list. That's cool. I've actually been doing something. I haven't actually brought it up with you yet either. But I've been taking little notes down because heaps of people ask me how I train. Mm. And then I took inspo from somewhere else. So I've been writing down what I've been doing and I'm going to compile it all together. And if people want to do what I do, they can do what I do. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like collaborate with with Jamie's inputting the stuff into the app in conjunction with, with my support. So to get up some like general strength and conditioning, running programming, JITS programming, like you'd be great to mm. to work with him on that. It'll be cool. No, I'm really excited for the Zero app. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about? You want to talk about New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I wanted to bring up like um, 
It's a question I get a lot, asked a lot, but in a roundabout way, just the business sort of side of things in terms of making things work. Like a lot of people wonder what the ins and outs of zero are. And I do plan on um, doing a free webinar at some point just to talk people through how zero actually works. Like no, no asks, no sale at the end of it or anything like that. A lot of people ask. And so it's, it would be easier for me to just present it like what our model is and how it works and how you can start to do it for yourself. And the reason I, I put it like that is because as silly as this might sound from a business perspective, I want more people doing this. I want more people expanding outside of one gym. So we have high quality strength services all over the country and all over the world. And there's no reason why a gym like this, a powerlifting strength and conditioning gym can't be in every single town. And the, uh, the reason I say that is because we are in a lot of obscure towns, uh, we are in a lot of obscure towns that, you know, powerlifting didn't exist before and now it does. Uh, so it, it works. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting. Like part of the reason we're expanding into New Zealand, into UK is because the powerlifting model over there, the strength training model, the strength world model over there is a little bit behind what we've seen in Australia. Like this might sound biased, but it's not. It's just a legit observation. Australia is one of the leaders in the world when it comes to powerlifting and strength training. Like by miles, like the, the competitions, the standards and quality of competitions across the world is where we were five years ago. And even in America, it's not that far ahead. There's some people doing it real, really well, but the average is pretty low. And the reason for that is because all powerlifting federations is this copy and paste of the last one. So they just bring across all the same issues, all the same lack of innovation. And they're just like, we're just going to do it better than them. But they're not doing it better. They're just doing it in parallel, slightly different. So to, to move forward, you have to do it better. And it's a big part of it ties into federation stuff. So what stunned me about New Zealand, which feels like a step backwards since I was heavily involved in New Zealand powerlifting or in the New Zealand powerlifting world. At one stage, I had like 30 lifters over there. So to go over there pretty regularly uh, is that it feels like it's gone backwards. Like back in the day, you could go and there are a few powerlifting gyms around. You can go and use their equipment. Now they've got funny things like the, the federation structure, especially in IPF, is quite weird. They collect all this money. They take the money from the meet directors. They collect the money from the memberships, from the entries. They have some equipment, but very limited. And there's no support for the lifters going overseas or very limited support. And it's like, where else is this money going? And then they have weird rules. Like the federation will own a rack and the rack will be inside a gym. And if you want to use the rack, you have to book it in advance. And when you book it, only you can use it. Like you can't book a group of you. Only one person can go and use it. And part of me understands it's like the, the new Alico racks, as you guys know, they get fucked up. <laughs> like especially that bench pad. I'm pretty sure this is why they brought the no feet rule in. I think I said this the other week. Mm -hmm. But it destroys the benches. And so I think that was happening and they wanted to keep an eye on it. And it, like I understand it from that perspective. But at the same time, I'm like, you guys make a ton of money out of powerlifting. Just mm -hmm. buy more racks. Mm -hmm. Let people use them. And so I think this model is going to shake it up a little bit because we're going to have four, four Alico racks, four Zero Combo racks stacked with calibrated plates. And instead of what it's like there now where everything's locked away, everything's hidden, you have to book in, you just come and use it. You'll be a member of the gym, come train on the sick equipment, go home. Like our competitions will, from day one, have better equipment in the warm-up room than like the national championships. Uh, so I think, um, I think it is the way forward to show people that how it should work if you're going to grow powerlifting is that you set up a great gym or you set up a gym in general. It doesn't have to be great. doesn't have to have the best stuff. doesn't have to be zero. You set up a gym, you run comps, 
the gym owner needs to collect the money from the comps, not give it to the Fed, take it themselves, and then reinvest it into the gym. That's literally how we have grown. Like, that's it. Make the money from the comp, grow the gym, get more people into powerlifting, you get more members, get that money, put it back into the gym, you get more equipment, you run better comps, the comps get bigger, you make more money, put it back into the gym. It's just a big circle of like, grow the sport, put it, put it into the sport, put it into the gyms, put it into the people, and then the rest just grows organically with it. And it's just not happening over there. So, and, and it's, UK is much the same. I think UK is probably in better shape than New Zealand, uh, but UK is kind of the same. And don't get me wrong, I'm not shitting on any anything or anybody in New Zealand. It's just a direct observation of how it is over there and no one's doing anything to change it. There's no innovation, there's no growth. The model is broken, especially the IPF model. And again, not to get people in IPF in New Zealand, it's just that model doesn't work for growth. The IPF, um, they run into the same problems here though in Australia. As exactly, this is yeah. a universal thing. Mm. Absolutely, it's a universal thing. And um, again, like Australia's broken the mould from that by having federations bigger than the IPF doing really well. Uh, whereas a lot of countries don't have that. It's normally the leader in that country is the IPF. But this is why USAPL broke off and, and recreated their model. Because there's no innovation in the IPF, is there? Not really, no. A, a lot of the changes end up putting the sport backwards, not forwards. And again, it's the problem of... Like if you, if you want to innovate, you have to have fresh eyes. And if you want fresh eyes, you have to have new people with differing opinions. And if you're going to do that, you have to be willing to listen to differing opinions. And the old world, old people, old men that just are stubborn and will not listen or budge and just so far, their heads are so far up there on us, they can't see what's happening in front of them, not willing to listen. Again, not a stab at anyone in particular. It's just the way the world works. Not in powerlifting, just everywhere. There's no change. Like it... As I don't want to play the age card, but innovation often comes from fresh eyes. Fresh eyes often come from a lack of experience. Lack of experience often comes from being younger. That's reality. Mm. It's like the old the old guard should be there to be like, no, we've tried something like that and that hasn't worked. Oh, that's actually a really great idea. Maybe we need to change our position and change things. Do you want to know what my biggest uh, strife with the IPF is? What in Australia? How dare they send Team Australia to IPF Worlds in those lame-ass tracksuits? Oh, I didn't even... What were they? Bro, they're literally lame what my rugby team would wear when I was fucking under eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> what were they? I'll show you a photo, bro. Lame they're fucking... Oh, they're horrible. How dare... Like, imagine being on... You know, you're on Team Australia. And then you get to sent to Worlds wearing fucking... A tracksuit that looks like it's from Kmart. The worst oh, thing is no. you have to buy them. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> they don't even get soft suits. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's not cool. Like it went when eventually. And it's in Malta. Who the fuck wants to pay to go to like? Sorry, nothing against Malta, but <laughs> you're paying all this money to go compete for Australia, and you're what are you getting? A pat on the back. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, when when eventually APL attaches to a, a world body, and we have more people on board across the world. Uh, We'll, we'll use funds collected. I'm going to make a video at some point just detailing how the finances of a federation work because a lot of people just don't understand and they're just like, oh, this IPF federation in this country is collecting all this money. They must be doing something good with it. It's like, cool, show me what they're doing. Mm. Tell me what they're doing. Show me where the money's going. Be open and honest about it. And so once we can attach ourselves to an international federation, we'll do what John Gabriel used to do when he owned APL. He gave significant support to lifters to go to Welts. Almost too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, li he gave back to the sport a thousand percent. 
so the way John, from a business perspective, and I, I can't speak for John, so I'm not going to say too much, uh, but he he put a lot more into powerlifting than he ever took out. In fact, he took absolutely nothing out, and he put significantly more into powerlifting financially than I've ever seen anyone else do. So I have endless, endless, endless respect for the guy. But uh, that's us. Awesome. That's that's my story. Just wanted to ramble on. I believe Bridget had some uh, this or that. Uh, there's some pretty like. Go on. Do you want funny ones or do you want nah, go some on. serious ones? Go both. Go both. All right. Would you rather have more time or have more money? Time is money. Time, thousand percent time. Yeah. I don't need much money to be happy. Uh huh. How much more time are you talking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like if your days are longer and if you lived longer in Look, a healthy body. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense, baby. <laughs> Stop. I live my raps. <laughs> live my raps. I love that play on words. All right. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to do the thought experience, like uh, this thought experiment of would you actually want to live for, say, 500 years? Depends yeah. on the quality of life. Now imagine your quality is perfect. Like you're in your current body, you're healthy, you're fit, you're young, nothing hurts. So not my current body, but you know, <laughs> it, it, imagine you stay youthful forever. Would you actually want to live for 500 years? Yes. So what you got to consider is like, let's say, let's say, you know, you, you form this bond with your friends, with your partner, with your parents, and you're not going to die by natural causes. But what if you get hit by a bus? And now you've got a friendship for 200 years that suddenly ended and then you've got another 300 years to grieve like the the everything gets bigger not just the the fun mm. stuff but mm. there's all this other stuff that gets bigger as you live longer as well that mm. you have to consider and it's like you know your quote every second week which is like <laughs> every second life week. life doesn't matter unless there's death <laughs> mm. yeah well, well i'll tell you what you give me 10 million dollars and five years to live there'll be a new documentary on me <laughs> <laughs> So you're taking the money. I'm taking the money. I'm no going to be way. the new Johnny Manziel. I'm going hard for 10 years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's going to be a fruitful 10 years. So I, I'm, ta uh. I'm taking the time. I'm taking the time. But I don't, I don't necessarily want more time on my, uh, on my life as much as like more time in the day. Yeah. Like if I didn't have to sleep. Yeah. Mm. I, I just want the days to be a, a bit longer. Well, what I do, I get up at 4 a.m. I have a book on double speed for 20 minutes. <laughs> then I do positive affirmations while I'm doing my cut. You know, have you seen that video? Oh, the, the guy that's like, my day isn't 24 hours. <laughs> my day's uh, four hours. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so you get seven days in a week. I get 28. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bro. The time's not any faster. Than <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Yeah. Oh, love man. So in five years, I'm kicking your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Cool, bro. You're richer, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the one sleeping in, so shut up. <laughs> do you think it gets to a point where these rich people are like, all right, what can I do now? And then they just make up all the shit. Pretty much. And they're like, this is what I did to get rich. It's like, no, you started doing that shit after you're yeah. rich. Yeah. I, I'd love to know how genuine it is as well. It's like, do you actually do that seven days a week? Or is it like, yeah, but three months of the year you're traveling in your luxury fucking yacht around the place and <laughs> chilling out. And it's, it's just this persona you put on. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love people who are passionate about anything, even if their passion just seems ridiculous. Uh, I appreciate mm. the passion. Mm. CJ, you taking the money or the time? Time. Yeah. Nice. Taking the time. 
This one's kind of the same. Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button on your life? Rewind. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool to have like... Uh, yeah, being able to do things over. It'd be the worst as well. What's like, one um, thing you'd do over? Oh, man. I, I'd use it for the most petty things. <laughs> like if... I was playing basketball and I missed a buzzer beater. Like, all right, let's just go back five seconds and like, and I keep doing it again. I do it a lot, like in racing games where I like, I just go. They have like a rewind feature for when you crash or whatever. But wouldn't things kind of lose their value? If yeah, you could just see, rewind that's the and be thing. Like, oh, I'll just do like, it again. I wouldn't want either. Yeah, but if I had to pick, I'd actually do the rewind, and I'd probably end up abusing it. <laughs> I want to know how the pause works. It pauses. Time stands still. Everyone else around you is still as well. It's only you that can that can move. That you can move. Yeah. And time stands still. Yeah. But you're everybody still else freezes. You know that Rick and Morty episode? Yeah. Where they freeze time. But like you're that. still aging, right? Ooh. Because then you're like, oh, he only lived till thirty, but he because <laughs> <laughs> he paused for so long and traveled the world. Or I, I just don't know the utility of it. Like, what are you pausing for? So his. Well, this- you you decide. I don't flip it on me. That's the question. <laughs> don't put this Would you on rather? <laughs> <laughs> don't put this on me. It's <laughs> a question. What were you going to say, James? I do silly things like fucking, not silly things, but. Like mess with people and stuff? No, no, no. I mean, like, I'd pause. If I have to get up, at, I get up relatively early most days. I'd pause it in the morning and sleep another few hours. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Going to be late for work? Pause. I've never ever been like in my life. You know where it'd be really handy. You know, like when you go to a buffet and there's like that one item, especially items that you like that kids also like. And they <laughs> did like, you miss out on something at the buffet? The it's always day? potato related products, hash browns, <laughs> chips, that oh, sort of thing. So good. And then you watch them get it, put like six on their plate, go over and have one bite, and get mummy. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's when they put out the fresh hash browns. Pause. <laughs> you're there eating the fresh yeah. ones. Yeah, eat them all, uh, then unpause, and they're like, "Oh, there's none left. I better go get some more." <laughs> Just like the the unlimited hash brown hack. <laughs> what else would be a good pause? Have you got any moments in your life you'd love to pause and redo? Yeah, when people say, "Oh no, my squat was good." Actually, that's pause. <laughs> oh, yeah. be awesome. Have a look at that. Here's a photo. <laughs> but you can't pause. That. Yeah, but it was uh, it was the end. Do you know what's funny about powerlifting squats? When they're hot, people have always got an argument. It's like, nah, it's the angle. It's like, nah. It was just high. Yeah, I saw, it, I saw it from every angle. Don't worry about that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm going pause. Oh, yeah, okay. pause. Yeah, pause would be sick. All right. I mean, can that? we, like, if you pause, can you still travel? Or does the plane freeze in the air? Like, I'd go back in time. I remember I cried when I made the New Zealand uh, under-19 touch uh, World Cup squad. And fucking, I was the only one who cried. Like, it, even with all the chicks and all the dudes, so I'd go back in time and fucking hold those tears and pause, no. cried out. And then yeah, I'm yeah, no, nah, nah, it was just funny at the time because my bros roasted me for so long. Like, you know, just boys being boys. <laughs> sad. Like, fuck, gee, you're gonna cry sad. again? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna cry again? <laughs> sad. Oh. Would you rather be the ugliest person in the world, or would you smell the worst? Would you rather smell the worst? Damn, how ugly's ugly. I don't know, some That's yeah. hard. That's really tough. Of no, nah, because you don't judge someone on how they. L- nah. 
Yes. People nah, do. but when someone smells, they're unbearable. Yeah. No, but if they're know, ugly, you just fucking they're yeah. terrible. Like you still but treat like them how normal. ugly. Like if it's I don't know like if I'm comfortable with this conversation. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> why? Like when people smell, it's like, ugh. Yeah, like, I know. If someone, no one wants to go near. If yeah. someone's, uh, I think and think about how bad you could possibly smell. It's, yeah, yeah. No, like to me, smell is so important. So when someone yeah. smells bad, it's terrible. But yeah, yeah I'd rather if it's just like look if bad. you're hard to look at. Yeah, but if you That's if you're hard like, to look at and you walk into the gym, no one's gonna go. Ugh. But if you smell bad, people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, I can't be around that guy." <laughs> it's kind of like beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but smells in everyone's nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah. I yeah. choose ugliest person in the world. Me too. That's mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Last one. Would you rather have no fingers? Oh, Thomas, you didn't answer. Yeah, I'm ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have no fingers or no thumbs? That's hard. No thumbs, easy. I go no thumbs. Yeah, no thumbs. You can grip more. Yeah, you can still do suicide grip everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can still drive. I'd say still pull the finger. Mm. <laughs> we good. Yeah, no. Other, thumbs. Otherwise, it's thumbs up to everyone. Thumbs up. But it doesn't feel it doesn't feel the same. You piss someone off. They're like you're like. They're like boo, boo me. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've read this one the other day. If you guys have got kidnapped and your captor told you to keep posting on social media like everything was normal, mm. what would you post so that I guess your closest friends would know something's up? I'd say APU is the best fit ever. <laughs> That's actually, that would work. Get all these like, oh, bro, what's wrong? What's yeah, wrong? Where are you? If I saw that, if I saw, if I saw Tom Brown post that, I'll be a fucking 911. Get his location now. Yeah, yeah. someone's got a gun to his head for sure. Whoops. No, I'd get a, if Thomas, you'd post a video of you walking out your squats, doing all those weird noises and shit, and your knees caving in. <laughs> I'd bring the feds. Just Thomas. <laughs> no, this is the problem though. One. I'm such a sarcastic person on social media. Mm. It's actually starting to bite me in the bum a little bit. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I oh. said I said to someone yesterday, I'm like, oh, yeah, um, Christchurch is my hometown. And they're like, haha, a good one. I'm like, no, I'm being serious. And the problem is, is that oh. everyone knows that if I'm joking, I'll just keep going with it. I'm like, no, I am serious. And so I'm just the boy who cried wolf now. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I say matters anymore. Oh, hilarious. (laughs) So I don't know. I reckon I'm in trouble. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, true. What are you going to post? I hate Subarus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, that's hard. Aliens is the worst movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be on the phone. (laughs) There's no way. The bat signal will be straight out. Your cap would look at your tattoo and be like, Really? Is that right? I just get <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> easy oh way out. God. Yeah. <laughs> what easy way out? I don't know what I'd do. I'm all over the show as it is. You guys wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Classic uh, Jimmy. <laughs> the dude's no, he likes something new. He likes something different. <laughs> James is wanting to become a pre- professional diver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Good on you. Well done, bro. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Right, yeah. Let's go, Henny. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> guys in prison. Oh, man. Mm, all oh, right. That's a tough one. Thanks for tuning in. See us. Bye.
Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.